Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey. And here we are. We are live in East Horsley, which is great. Um, it's great to be here. It's the 17th of August. We're here for our second ever Surrey showcase. I'm joined in the studio now by Michael. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. To and you. we've got Anne Twist as well. Great to be here. Uh, so let's start off by talking a little bit about the three stages. What's going on today here at the Surrey Showcase, Anne? It's looking good. Yeah, we've got the three stages. We've got Bob's Busker's Spot in the bar, I think. Then we've got the small studio for the smallest intimate acts. And then we've got the main stage, which I've just been having a look at. There's some great sounding acts there. Bendy Bella and her dad at 12.45. We're going to miss that because we're, we're here in the studio. It looks good, doesn't it? It does. No, it really does look good. Uh, Michael, were you here last year? I can't remember. I wasn't. No, I, so, I was ashamed. I, I missed it. I'm doing something. So your first real it opportunity to experience the showcase. Absolutely right. I'm just looking at it now. What I love is the, first of all, is close-up magic. I'm not sure how we do that on the radio. But uh, we, we had fun with that last year, actually, Michael, I have to say, because you're right. You have to talk through in great detail I thought perhaps so that the, yeah, 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 the listening yeah, audience yeah, yeah, can actually understand. Yeah. Um, and I think, Anne, we've got three main sponsors today. So could you talk us through who the sponsors are? Yeah, it looks like we've got um, hairdressers, headquarters hair. Um, and we've got Wellers, Headleys, I think they're estate agents, and then P. Connorsby and Son. Got to confess, not sure who they are. Uh, they are the local butchers, as Absolutely far as I Absolutely oh, okay. right. They, because, they, Michael, you're local, aren't Absolutely you? Absolutely right. They are the centre of the village of Connorsby. They, they have two shops, and they're always full, and uh, they, they have a big farm around here as well, and, uh, you, you know, they really are the heart of East Horsley. Fantastic. So we'll be talking to uh, some of the acts today. We'll be talking to many of the organisers. Great stuff over here. There's, I mean, the, the cafe here is stunning. We've got the buskers that are playing there all day. Yep. Uh, we've also got uh, food and drink by way of uh, another gourmet bar. And I think outside there is a, a full cocktail bar by the look of yeah, it this year. Yeah, Bubble and Twist. Good name. Bubble and Twist. I'm with... I'm Rory Gilbert. Right, Rory. Now explain to me exactly what you do. In music? Uh, right, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually a songwriter-singer rather than a singer-songwriter. There are lots of singer-songwriters. I, I, I think it might... Why do you think yourself of a songwriter-singer rather than the other way around? <laughs> Maybe because I'm past my sell-by date. And <laughs> Never. Nobody's ever passed their sell-by date. If I was past my sell-by date, goodness knows what. Well, I kind of... I, I think I write, I'm not, I've never really fitted in anywhere in music, so I write in lots of different styles. And I, when I play, I, I love performing, but I, I tend to just tend to think of myself these days as a, as, a, as a songwriter. So explain to me why you never thought you fitted in. <laughs> fitted in, in in the music sense. I don't know. I write, I mean, I, I, I play acoustic six-string guitar. I always wanted to play piano, but I was rubbish. Two left hands. And um, so I came out of folk, but I'm not folk. I write, I write jazzy things. I write. I've just written a a, um, a disco song. It's whatever comes out. I write jazzy, folky, poppy, bluesy, whatever. And it tends not to be in any one style. I mean, that's great because at least the albums are different. You know, the songs are different. So, do you make album? Have you made an album? Yes, I've done seven. Wow! How? I, Tell me about those. Well, yeah, so exclusive. I think it's so, so exclusive. They're not available in the shops. Not not that these days, albums. Are, you know, it's all streaming, etc. But we, we, our generation maybe like to have something physical, like to have a disc. You know, to put in 
in the car or whatever. Um, so I've done seven. I've, 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 I was in music a long time ago, but I never kind of never stayed in the business. Got out, had a life, got married, and came back to music about 25 years ago. And then I, I, did, I did an album, and then I did another one, and another, and another, and another. I'm doing number eight at the moment, and I've already written nine. Brilliant, brilliant. Good. So do you, do you perform around the area? I play mainly, I live in Worcester Park, so anywhere within about, well, 20, 30 miles of there. I've, I've been on tours, I've, I've took myself off to the East Anglia, went down to the West Country, booked some gigs, you know, I'm coming down from London, could I have more than just two songs? So I got anything between three and five, so I was thrilled. Gosh, that, so was, that was very brave. It, you know, Michael, it's so nice to walk into a club where... Um, where they don't know any of your music. You can play all your A songs, and you know, all those ones, rather than them thinking, oh, God, he's playing that again. I always try when I go places to, to play different stuff, because you hear lots of people play the same things, trying to do something different. It, take, it, it takes a little bit of courage to do that sometimes, you know. Absolutely brilliant, anyway. Thank you very much indeed, anyway. And thank you for taking part in the Sunny Showcase. It's very nice, very nice to talk to you. And with Millie Jane Franks, and you just come off the main stage. Well done. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was definitely something different from what I usually do. But yeah, it was good. Oh, so what's the, what's the, the normal game then? The the normal game is basically I do a lot more of my original stuff. So I do I stuff. I'd start off with covers, and then I save my original stuff for that little bit later on. But I think it went really well. It was nice to see some familiar faces for sure. Well, well done. Now, that was your first go on, on the main stage, and you're back later at 3.20? Yes, I'm back on 3.25 on Bob Sposka Spot, and then I'll be back at 5.20 for my other main stage debut, which will be good. Cool. Now, because th- that, that's the, the main theatre, so it's got its own atmosphere, the busker spot. I guess that must be very different, because people are drinking and enjoying and you know, of whatever. Of course, yes, definitely. Um, that's why I'm sort of aiming for Bob's Busker Spot to be more covers again. Maybe, maybe I'm going to put an exclusive original in there, maybe. But um, a little bit later on, back on the main stage, I'll be performing a lot more um, original stuff more than covers. So that should be interesting. It sounds like you prefer the original stuff. I do, yes. I love showing people my material and what I can write. So it's definitely nice when you get a chance for people to listen to it. Now, you do look like a born performer on stage. Oh, thank you very much. That's very kind. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> thank you. That's really nice of you. Yeah, I just, I just definitely feel a lot more relaxed. I used to be quite tense when I was performing, but now I've sort of learned to relax myself, and especially being in an environment that I know, which is a Nomad Theatre. I've been here since I was six, sort of doing musical theatre with them and everything. And um, without the Nomads, I wouldn't be here what I'm doing today. So without them they wouldn't have coached me to sing they were like Millie you need to go and get singing lessons you need to go and push yourself out there and without them I wouldn't be doing this so yeah, I, I did guess you probably started really young six did you say yeah six here at the Nomad Theatre doing the little classes yeah yeah long wow time ago. long time ago fantastic yeah thank you well uh, look forward to your spot this afternoon oh thank have you have a good day much. thank you very much nice to talk to you so I'm here with Dragonfly Sky I don't know your names so what's Amy. your Amy. Amy. Amy and... Chris. Chris. So how long have you had Dragonfly Sky? Is it, it's a, so it's a double act. <laughs> duo. Okay, so you're a duo, and tell us about what you do. Well, we're a harmony duo. Um, we do our own original songs, folk, pop, acoustic, really strong with the harmonies, and we've been going for about four years. Four years, okay. So we have our EP. We have an EP out. You have an EP, and so so we can download that, or how do we get... Yes, um, Spotify. We're on Spotify iTunes I think and we have our own CDs as well 
Okay, excellent. So you've been going about four years. Yes. So have you always been musical? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I started playing guitar when I was about maybe nine, I think. So I've been playing a good couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> so young. So young. And you? Yes, are you sing? Yes. Um, ever since I was really little, really, and done different things throughout the years. I was part of, which you might know, the Surrey Choir uh, in Cobham, Elmbridge Music Choir. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some of the ladies, and there's a few gentlemen, I think, are also part of it. So years ago, I was part of that. But I've yes. individually sung as well. So you've been doing various kind of singing for years. And with Dragonfly Sky, do you perform elsewhere? Are you sort of going around gigging and things? Yes. Um, we perform originals at all different places. London, Ballam, Bedford. Where else? Um, Whenever anyone asks us, it's like it just goes out of my head. We, <laughs> we did wa- uh, Wayfest uh, yeah, a couple Wayfest. of years ago. Oh, so okay, we did, we down did in Farnham. Yeah, well. um, yeah, uh, Loudfest we did. Um, so yeah, so we do festivals and we do also pubs, restaurants. Yeah. So we're oh, pretty gosh. busy. You yeah. are busy. Yeah. yeah so this is—is is this your main job, or do you do other things as well? It's about half my main job. <laughs> okay. Well, that's great, doing what you love. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. So you're on at um, about half past two, I think. That's you're on the you're on Bob, Bob's Busker spot. Were you here last year? No. Uh, but actually, one of my choir members told me about it last year, but we actually already had a booking, so we couldn't make it. Okay. So we thought we'd come this year. Yeah. And where are you based? So you're quite local then. You're in... So Epsom, Surrey. Epsom, Surrey. So you get on stage here and then hopefully you'll get some gigs around here. Never know. You never, never know. know. Yeah. Great. Good luck with it this afternoon. Okay, well, lovely <laughs> to meet you both and lovely let's hope it goes well. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Bye. And I'm with... Barney Packer. And welcome, Barney. And I understand that you're going to be one of the acts later on this afternoon. That's right, yeah, five past five on the busker spot. Excellent, excellent. And uh, Barney, maybe you could uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your experiences and where you come from and how you got into busking, etc. Of course, uh, I'm from Guildford. Uh, I'm 22. I'm a multi-musician, so I play piano, guitar, everything I can get my hands on. Um, And I just enjoy playing music. It's as simple as that. Excellent. And do you play, what sort of music uh, do you play? What sort of instruments do you play? Uh, I play the the kind of main ones, so piano, guitar, drums, um, as I say, anything I can get my hands on, but it kind of comes out in a bit of a indie sound, I'd say, to be honest. Okay, and any sort of artist that you've uh, formulated your your ideas on? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I really like 70s stuff, so Wings, Paul McCartney. Um, and That's then, a good choice. Yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, not going to go far wrong there. Uh, and then more modern stuff like Arctic Monkeys as well, so it ranges across the board. Okay, fantastic. And how long are you on for this afternoon? Uh, I think I'll just be doing a quick 20 minutes, so it'll be a, a short and sweet. Okay, and have you got any sort of particular repertoire that you you're going to go through this afternoon for our listeners it's going to be mostly originals um but if you've listened to my stuff before then you'll have a great time oh well it sounds good i'm certainly going to be down there listening to thank you, you very much, yeah. and uh, look forward to it thank you very much indeed it's lisa rollin and i have with me pauline from pauline the imaginary friends and imaginary friend one also known as gareth gareth and you've just performed on the main stage. How was that? It was great. People were dancing towards the end. Oh, certainly. Yeah, it was Arms great. in the air and everything. Yeah. 
Like they just don't care. <laughs> well, well, I think they cared. I think they just loved it. They did love it, yes. Oh, wonderful. And how many numbers were you asked to perform? We did about six, so we did about 20 minutes. Wow, that's, that's quite a long set. I thought, you know, for a talent showcase, I thought they would just have one number, you know, three minutes. But 20 minutes, that's, that's a good run. Yeah, so normally we do two times 45 minutes, really. We've yeah. got uh, three times 45 minutes three of times. prepared sets. You know, for bedding, beddings, 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 weddings, possibly. weddings. Be- bedding sounds like a really good thing at the conception. No, no, uh, weddings, bemitzvahs, you know, funerals, whatever. Oh, so, birthday parties, birthday parties. Okay, and if the, our lovely public would like to book you, do you have a website? Yes, we've got a website: www.paulineandtheimaginaryfriends.com. Fantastic. Now, Pauline, you sound very French. Are you from France by no, any chance? Oui, indeed. Je suis, de, je suis de Paris. Oh, fantastic. And if you want, we, we can do la, la vie en rose. La vie en rose. We can so add a couple of... Parisienne. What we do when we do, when we do our covers, oh, yeah. we like to add a bit of a French twist. A little French feel, you C'est know. Ça. Do you like yeah. this at the back? I'm loving this. I just, I'm just trying to imagine a glass of rosé right now oui. while I'm, while I'm while watching I you. Yes. Well, you have, <laughs> we don't sound. Just, I think my interviewing technique would slightly go down <laughs> if I was drinking rosé. It would be very oulala, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, be very oh French. Oulala, be very oh French. Are you a regular to this showcase? Have you performed here before? Is it your first time? This is our first time, and we found out about it through um, uh, Michelle Luscom. Who, yeah, uh, Michelle Luscom. A big uh, uh, shout out to her and her f- Thursday night vigil at uh, Henry's kitchen in uh, East Molsey which is where uh, that's where we met that's where we first met uh, it was like two stars aligning I know it was Hen- wonderful and Henry's ki- I, know, I know East Molsey I yes. live very near to there where is Henry's kitchen Henry's kitchen very close to Hampton uh, Court Hampton Court station yeah, yeah. Le Roi yes ah, Le Roi, the yeah. King's Palace Yes. Yeah, it's a really it, lovely area. Is it? It's beautiful. Is it? Um, it's, and Henry's Kitchen is a, it a restaurant? Eatery, it's an eatery restaurant, sort of uh, wine bar-y type cocktail lounge type thing. Uh, but uh, sort of, yeah, it's beautiful to play at. It the sound is good, and uh, they really welcome everyone. And, and it's a lovely so place met. to just practice, try new songs. That's what we do because we yeah. love to add touches to mm. you know popular songs that people like. Yeah. But we, we, so we, it's a really great way. We try way. out all the new we tracks. We try out yeah. there, and yeah. yeah. So, there you've heard it, at the Noma Theatre, Pauline and her imaginary friends, and if you want to book them, they are available through their website. And we're also on Facebook, and our website is uh, www.paulineandtheimaginaryfriends.com, and we're also on Instagram and Twitter. C'est ça. Vas-y, tout de suite. Tout ça. Merci beaucoup, Pauline and Wax. Bonjour. Merci. Right. Uh, I'm here with Sarah Gage. And you were the aerial act. How wonderful. Tell me, how did you get into aerial work? Um, I'd been sort of doing it a little bit when I was younger, sort of on places where we went on holiday. There were like places that we could try it out. Um, so I kind of got the, the bug then um, for So I've been doing it for many years and then kind of about. Five years ago or something, I sort of did it more regularly in London. Uh, there's some places that you can do adult classes there. And so I've been doing it ever since. Gosh, so do you teach area like workers no. around you, don't you? Know? So you're not going to join the circus? <laughs> I'd love to, but I think uh, I don't think it's in the cards for me. <laughs> so tell me, where do you, I mean, you do it in London. Where in Surrey do you do it? 
Um, there's a there's a few places you can learn in Surrey. Like there's um, a place called Cirquescape, which is in Woking. Um, they teach adult and um, kids, teenager classes as well. And there's a place in Godalming as well. So there's like lots of different places that you can learn and things. Um, I haven't done too many performances locally, sadly. But yeah, there's lots. Of so, so tell me, what sort of skills do you need to be a, an aerial? Um, well, I think anyone can start. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it, everyone thinks you need a lot of upper body strength, which you do, but doing it, you can, you need, like, it builds up your upper body strength and, um, you get sort of helps your flexibility as well. So, like, strength and flexibility are kind of big things, but an, anyone can start and sort of learn from there. So, do you, do you practice every week? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably about two to three times a week. So that you you have a normal job, presumably, do you? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I have a <laughs> I have a nine to five. Um, so what do you do? I work for um, I work for uh, British Airways. Uh, I work on the website. So. Mm, so you're an IT person as well. <laughs> Very good. So how did you learn about the Surrey Showcase? Um, I've been a member of Nomad, so I've done a few shows with Nomads here before previously. So um, yeah, so I. So you're an actress as well. <laughs> I, I dabble. <laughs> so which would you prefer to be, a, a, an actor or a uh, an aerial? Um, I I couldn't tell you. I like the variety, so I like doing a bit of both and <laughs> kind of sort of yeah, like trying a bit of everything. So um, I like yeah the variety. Wonderful. <laughs> Thanks very much indeed. Anyway, and all the best for the future. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. I am joined in the studio. By Annabelle Lawrence, who is my partner in crime in this situation. Hello. Afternoon. Hello. Hello. You good? This is Annabelle, who is uh, the theatre side of the organising committee, which is two of us. Amazing. Um, so, how is it going down there out on the floor? It, you know what? It's really busy. It's, it's really great. busy. Yeah. People are kind of struggling to get into some of the smaller stages, which is, um, you know, always a challenge. But yeah, <laughs> everyone's really enjoying it. But it is going well out there today. Very well. I mean, yes. it's, it's early days. I don't want to jinx it by saying anything, really. But I'm no. sure we'll have a chat towards the end of the day, and then we might be slightly more, you know. Yeah, no, it's very chilled. Everyone's having a great time. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's been no sort of, uh, sort of major... Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. ...major tricky bits. Don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, genuinely, it's, yeah. been, it's been great, and everyone's, everyone's having a lovely time. It's been really, really good, isn't it? A success so far. So far, so good. 2019. Yeah. We'll keep updated later on as well. Yeah, It'll yeah. be very, very good. I'm now with Bendy Bella and her dad. So, Bella, Bella, how old are you? Six. Six. And how long have you been Bendy like that? Long. A long time. So, as far as you can remember, you've always been very Bendy. And I've just seen your act. Absolutely incredible, you and your dad. And I think we, have, we better call you, we call you, rename you rather, Bendy Bella and Bendy Dad, actually. So, um, how long have you been performing together? A couple of days. Oh, is that all? Is that, it really is that all? I, I think yeah. We started we started practicing about two months ago. She does she does gymnastics and ballet, and she does contortion. And I think it was just a way of us bonding. She was said that can we do something together? So we applied for this about two months ago, and we've been practicing ever since. And do you have a sort of gymnast background as well, or not really? Not really. I actually started gymnastics about four months ago as a way to bring us closer together because it's a passion of hers. So I thought, well, I'll go to an adult gym class. So, yes, I've been doing gymnastics for about four months and she's been doing it for about, well, since she could walk. Amazing. I mean, I remember doing gymnastics as a child and, you know, that, that's not easy, some of those things you were doing. I mean, you know, your dad said contortion. Definitely, It's definitely more than just gymnastics, isn't it, Bella? Yeah. 
Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, but what sort of fascinated me is not just about being bendy. It's a lot of trust there, isn't there? And you've only been doing this for four months. Uh, yeah, I think the fact that, you know, when you have a, a dad and a daughter, there's trust anyway. But we've been practicing. We practice in a swimming pool when we're on holiday. So we practice in the gym with mats. And then, and then we got to the stage now where, yeah, it's, it's just a, a trust between a dad and his little girl. So as that, I think that showed on stage. <laughs> Completely, yeah, definitely. I mean, interesting that you start. Did you start in the swimming pool then with the moves? Yeah, I think that the, the idea was we, we thought we'd start in the swimming pool and then we would work into the gym um, where there was mats and then we'd go from there and then we started going on grass. And now I think we're quite confident doing the moves anywhere, if I'm honest. <laughs> Fantastic. So just obviously this is for radio and they won't see what you've been doing, but just talk us through some of the moves because they're quite complicated, I would say. Uh, yeah, they are. It started off with um, uh, Annabella because she loves... Uh, ballet and gymnastics so she wanted to do ballet she wanted to get the gymnastics moves in there she does contortion she's very bendy and then we went for some complex lifts that we kind of researched um so there was moves where she does a handstand on my shoulders so i'm supporting her with one hand and it's the it's basically all her supporting herself um and there were some moves where i you know i just have to try and be as a, a strong base and just support her in the air because you know any little mistake and you know, sadly, I'm not dropping. <laughs> and has that happened in, in rehearsal? Uh, not not so much. No, I, a couple of times we've had to jump down, but we normally say like hands as our safe word. So I always have my hands free. And if she says hands, that means she needs to grab a hand. So we always have this little uh, little thing where we say hands. And if she says hands, I know she's about to slip or she's not comfortable or she's going to fall. And then, you know, that's where the trust comes in. Yeah. And I suppose actually being six and she's probably very light, you just quick, quickly grab her. Yeah, exactly. She, she is very light, but I'm very strong as well, aren't I, Bella? Yeah, I mean, a great dad and daughter double act. What a lovely way to bond with your daughter. Excellent. So, presumably, you'll be back next year? Yeah. When when it's, like, the real show, he pushed, like, really hard. It felt like he, like, I couldn't feel myself. Oh, were you a little bit nervous? Do you think you were going to fall? He pushed, he pushed me, like, really harder than he normally does. Yeah, probably was a bit of nerves. But was was it a great fun performing in front of all those people? Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be back next year when you'll be seven. Will Dad be able to lift you when you're seven? <laughs> he says you're heavy now. Okay. Yeah, you'll be a bit heavier when you're seven. So Dad's got a year to beef up even more to uh, to lift you. Brilliant. I look forward to next year then, Bella, yeah? Definitely will hold you to that. If, if it's on next year, don't know if it's going to be on, but next time, let's say next time, whenever it's on. Okay, well, thanks very much, um, Bendy Bella. And actually, I didn't catch your dad's name. Matthew. Matthew. Lovely. Lovely to meet you both and well done. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. I'm here with Roland Eve, and uh, maybe Roland would like to tell us a little bit about himself and what he's doing later this afternoon on his act. Yep. Uh, Well, I've written a play for Story Showcase. Uh, It's called We Two Dear Men, and it's set in Pompeii the day before the eruption of Vesuvius. It's um, based on a piece of graffiti that was found by archaeologists there, which says, We Two Dear Men, Friends Forever... We're here. If you want to know our names, they're Caius and Aulus. Um, and it's about Gaius and Aulus um, and them having a conversation while Gaius writes the graffiti the day before the eruption. That sounds really exciting. Excellent. Thank you. What, what, uh, what made you think about this particular topic? Uh, I study archaeology uh, at university and I have always been fascinated by ancient Rome and specifically by uh, Pompeii in particular. Uh, so... I was just really interested in it, so I was doing research anyway on different pieces of graffiti, and I really wanted to write something set there, so I thought I'd use uh, 
the real words of people who lived there at the time. So you you based your play on graffiti, and that sort of uh, got you to the main theme of what you're going to your plays about, really. Yeah, yeah, it's about um, how the people in Pompeii were people just like everyone else if you read through all the graffiti that was left there they say the same things that are said in graffiti now they say the same things that people would be saying now uh, essentially there are lots of graffiti that are essentially like so and so was here uh, and things like that right. so it's just that we've got this incredible preservation that we don't have anywhere else because of this tragic event and it just makes you think about the people who lived there at the time I think, I think this is remarkable considering the age that Pompeii fell if you like yeah AD 79 yeah. yeah that's a long time and ago. it was under about 80 feet of ash Incredible. at the time and this has all been ex- ex- uh, excavated yeah. yeah um yeah they found bits of it by accident digging wells and things and they found just entire preserved cities there and they found things so specific as like carbonated bread that still has like traceable organic component to it uh, within <laughs> the context so they found this perfectly preserved city that tells us so much about ancient Roman life that we would not otherwise know oh, that, that, is, that, that seems absolutely fascinating brilliant brilliant so I'm, I'm going to wish you luck thank you I hope your play is a tremendous success how long does it go on for? it's about 15-20 minutes okay well yeah. I'm certainly going to try and get there to listen to you thank you sounds like a fascinating insight into Pompeii yep. and the life during those ancient times yep and uh, thank you very much indeed for thank you speaking to us today and good luck thanks hello Oscar Leonard hello how are you I'm really well. I'm really sorry I missed your act, but you are apparently an amazing magician. So would you tell uh, our listeners what kind of magic you perform? So I perform a mixture of sort of close-up magic and parlour magic. Um, So in my act today, I try to stay away from just doing card tricks. Because I know a lot of magicians, card tricks are great and I love them, but a lot of magicians just do card tricks for the whole act. So I did a a trick with a newspaper, I did a trick with a Rubik's Cube and a trick with a napkin, just to quite try and kind of like spice it up and make it a little bit more interesting for the audience yeah and how long did the sorry showcase give you to perform um i did a 15 minute act but um i did get given a 20 minute slot but i max 15 minutes so i had to reduce that slightly yeah and do you do sort of corporate events and things like that for money for gigs um i have done corporate events in the past um Obviously, I've got quite a strict schedule of sort of drama school and college, so I haven't been able to do as many, but I do look to do some in the future and, yeah. and do some more now. Well, so do tell our listeners, where are you off to very shortly? I'm off to uh, train in acting for three years at the wow. Liverpool Institute of Performing Arts. Fantastic. Um, off in 20 days, so very, brilliant. very excited. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. That's, that's wonderful. And I would imagine your magic um, could be a nice little sideline while you're waiting for those auditions. Yeah, definitely. I think um, once I graduate, and obviously it's an incredibly competitive industry, hopefully I yeah. can sort of do magic gigs just to earn, earn money on the side. And obviously I love performing, so to keep up with the performing through yeah. doing magic's great. Yeah. And I'm really interested to see how I can integrate magic into pieces of theatre and, and TV in the future. Yeah, brilliant. Well, I, I, I'm a, a professional violinist myself, and I also trained as a dancer, so I introduced choreography into my stage shows. So I always think theatre with, with art, it's just, it just makes it so oh, yeah. much more exciting. Really versatile as well. Yeah. You, like the there's endless opportunities in theatre really I think yeah and I mean a friend of mine that I perform with Charles Peachcock have you ever heard of him he was one of the finalists in America's Got Talent oh wow 
yeah check him out he's very very visual in terms of his magic he's wonderful so yeah, there you go definitely. top tip Thank you. <laughs> so, um, and what are you hoping to get out of performing at Surrey Showcase? I think just another opportunity to get on stage and perform for real people rather than just my, my brother and my parents because I think they're, they're a little bit sick of my magic. I'm always showing them the tricks. Um, but yeah, I just love performing so much and I really, any opportunity to perform at the moment, I'm just taking just like that. Okay, and how old are you now? I'm 18. You're 18, wow. Well, I think you've got a fantastic speaking voice. Thank you. And you sound like you've got a very bright future ahead of you. I hope so. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, lovely to meet you. And is there a website or a Facebook where anybody um, can I, I use check Instagram. Yeah, of course uh, you it's, do. It's um, all lowercase, non-stop shuffling. No spaces. Non-stop shuffling. Yes, there's a lot of shuffling cards and magic in, on that page. So I've got um, it. On Instagram, I will look you up. Best of luck, Oscar. Thank lovely you very much. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm here with Adam Warner, who's just been performing in the busking area. And how are you? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good now. Yeah, I'm a little bit, little bit hoarse, but <clears throat> but yeah, it's really good. Really Did you find it a bit nerve-wracking? You know, I wasn't too bad. I was quite shocked that I wasn't. I think because I put quite a lot of practice in like over the last week, and I've had a bit of a dodgy throat, so it's kind of like just hopefully it gets through it without cracking too much. But so, do you do a lot of performing? This is my first one. Wow! First, first one in in kind of this set, and I played open mics and stuff. But this is the first kind of um, mini festival, I guess you could call it, couldn't you? It's the sort of thing where people who don't know me, bit of a baptism. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And everyone was well, it was kind of silent in there for a bit, which I, for me is is a good thing because I play a lot of sadder type songs. So if people are kind of talking over it, they're not really feeling it so much but if everyone's kind of quiet then for me that's the the best kind of sign i can get which is good and that's exactly what so what prompted you to do this then um i've been was it two and a half months ago i started uh, singing lessons with um, a touch of musicality who are going to be we're pr- i'm going to be performing yeah they're going to be performing later, yeah, aren't they? they're, they're on the um in the stage area i think um in the studio sorry and um so i'm gonna be doing a song with my teacher there and um because she normally has a a set with here so she said would you want to come along and i was like oh, i don't know if i'm ready for that sort of thing but i'm trying to say yes to a lot more things and um so i said okay i'll come and sing like the song with her and she said well if you contact them see if you can get yourself a, a set you know just 20 minutes 25 minutes something like that and i was like I'll have a think about it, and then I, I did, and I'm so glad I did because it was, yeah, it's, it's kind of opened my eyes up to how much better I've got as a, a singer and and uh, my guitar plans I can get for a song, but you know, it's uh, I can and I write my own songs as well, so it's kind of, you know, to be in a place like this where people don't have to watch you, they can just leave if they want to, and everyone doesn't leave. For me, is as great as it can be, really. So um, yeah, I've had a really good. So have you always been interested in music? I started guitar when I was 21, so I'm 35 now, so I've been playing for about 14 years. But before that, no. <laughs> I never. I was more um, sporty when I was, was younger, and um, it's a shame you, you don't always know when you get older what, you, what you're going to like. So, um, And my parents were always like, well, if you want to go and learn guitar, I'll take you and we'll go, you know, we'll go there. And it was only recently... Um, I started. I thought I, I quite like because I can sing. I could sing a little bit, you know, to accompany myself. And I thought I'd like to see how good I could get. And working with Phoebe at a Touch Musicality last two and a half months, my family just said I've never heard you sound better, you know. And especially in a in a set like this, where it's 
I usually play in pubs, so it's kind of a bit more rowdy. It was nice that everyone was kind of focused on you, and and yeah, it was it was really good fun. So you really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So where do you where do you performing next? My my friend runs a he's just taken over an open mic in Guildford, um, so I'm going to try and get there because I'm a I'm a mobile personal trainer, so um, and I have my own business doing that. So it's it's kind of if I can get it to places, I will. Sometimes doing that you have to work outside of people's um so that gives you a flexibility doesn't yeah, yeah, it yeah absolutely so it's like if, if it's normally a, it's normally a wednesday night i think so i can always just say can you do thursday this week or can you do so it's uh, it's gotten a lot more flexible for me le- lately so well i just think it's wonderful you're very brave and i think you're doing the right thing seizing opportunities because there's nothing worse than looking back and saying oh i wish i'd done yeah, that yeah, yeah, definitely. Well done, anyway. Thank Thanks for talking Thank to you. me. Okay, all the best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So I'm now chatting with Holly Bedell, who is a singer-songwriter, and her colleagues. I didn't catch your names. My name is Mr. Ed Mollard. Ed Mollard. Yep. And Joshua Howells. Joshua Howells and Holly. Okay, so how, how does it all work? Are you in a band? or? Um, so I'm a solo performer, and then this is my guitarist and bassist. Our drummer, unfortunately, could not make it. Um, but this is a quite a slow acoustic-y set type thing, isn't it, that we've very done? Very nice and unplugged, isn't yes, it? Yes, very unplugged. Oh, sounds great. So you're going to be on at four o'clock on, in the studio and then again on the main stage at ten to five. So were you here last year? I wasn't. This is my first year. Yeah, I, I know Millie Jane Frank, so she put me in contact Hello. with everything. So, yeah. So we're a bit... Are we daunted? We've just sort of walked in and we're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? Um... I've been doing it since 2017, so not that long, um, so we're fairly new. Newcomers. And do you perform elsewhere? Are you quite local? or? Um, so I'm from Croydon, um, unfortunately. Ed's from Guildford and Josh is not local, Josh is from Birmingham. Yeah. Ah, okay, so you've travelled all this way for the, for the service showcase. Yeah. Yes, uh, well I mean I only live in Guildford, but uh, yeah, performing with Holly has been great so far and uh, we get to travel around and, and do all sorts of uh, different gigs. I was going to say what else are you doing apart from the Surrey Showcase? Um, so we have a tour coming up um, in September I think it's five dates um, including the O2 Academy in Islington so yeah so every, every time we say that we throw that in and it was like oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah it was a bit oh okay and tell us a bit about your music what kind of what's, what's the style? Uh, so we've gone for a new sort of thing so it's sort of pop soul funk we classify that as yes we sort of do so have you been musical all of you all your lives or have you come to it a bit later Uh, yeah i mean i've been musical since 10 so you know playing guitar for an awfully long time but uh, i think for all of us it's been a real passion i mean uh we all actually have all i went i've just finished but uh they go to the academy of contemporary music which is based in guildford and that specializes completely about uh performance and bringing music to to everyone really that's that's literally their goal um so from a passion point of view yeah has always been there probably always will be really excellent so you've you've left college do you all have sort of day jobs or other things you do or uh, so i'm i'm currently attending acm the academy of contemporary music so you're a student and i'm a student musician you're a student musician well you're a student and you're performing on the side so yeah, I mean, you've got paid gigs. Yeah, well, well it, they are, aren't they? Oh, yes. Yeah, just they maybe not today, but yeah, okay. Well, good luck for this afternoon. It's been lovely talking with you all. Let's hope it all goes well. And um, if it does, maybe you'll be coming back in future years. And uh, welcome, James Gourley. And uh, James is one of our 
guitarist stroke singers and composers who's going to be on set at about 12.40. Maybe, James, you'd like to tell us a little bit about yourself. Morning. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm 22 years old. Um, I played here last year, had a very good time. Um, I am normally a guitarist. I've been playing music for 12 years, uh, all of that time playing guitar. But more recently, I've started playing piano. I'm going to be doing a few covers and a, f- a song of my own using a backing track and a piano. Um, trying to bring something new to the table excellent so you're not playing the guitar today you're going to be playing the piano most of the time yeah well most i'm going to be relying on a backing track quite heavily right but um during parts of different songs i'll be using a keyboard to sort of just sort of bring a bigger sound out excellent and how did you get into this is this something you've been doing for a long time um i well i've started playing guitar because of green day back in 2005 um i had their american idiot album and i thought i was a little punk rocker at 10 years old. Um, more recently, I've taken inspiration from bands like 21 Pilots who um, have a very electronic sound, but still, it's quite poppy, but it's different to anything else I've really heard. Excellent. So you is this something that you're going to do in your latest later life, or is this a, a, a hobby of yours? Or I think for the time being it's going to be a hobby, but right. I'm enjoying it a lot, so and just playing where I can. What do you do when you're not playing piano and guitar? And I work in a sports park. Um, yes. I'm a supervisor like of lifeguards, so Excellent. making sure they're all doing their job properly. Well, good for you. So if somebody gets into difficulty, you jump in and help them. Do yeah, you? that's my job pretty much. That sounds very useful. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. Wish you lots of luck on your set and you. uh, enjoy yourself. Thank you. Have a good day. All the best. Bye-bye now. Bye. You're indeed listening to Brooklyn's Radio, live from the Nomad Theatre in East Horsley for this year's Surrey Showcase. Now, it's not just about the talent, gentlemen, and we have got fantastic talent this afternoon we have but it is all about our charity partners so there are two charities that the money from today uh, is going to so all the profits that are made from all the ticket sales and everything are going towards two charities now for the nomad theater they've chosen the nomad players limited which is an organization charity which helps keep the theater running helps maintain this beautiful building it is it's a beautiful building it's lovely isn't it and it serves the community it's just wonderful it does does so so well so that is a brilliant brilliant uh charity where they're half of the money and the profits will go to for us it's the woking and sam bear hospices now I actually went to Woking Sound Bay Hospice yesterday with Alan Boston, visited for the first time, first time I've ever been to the hospice. Wonderful. Uh, in the years. And do you know what? The work they do mm. is incredible. Yes. Incredible. Absolutely. And it's the first time I admit that I've been to a hospice. And mm-hmm. I, it took me a little bit of time to understand exactly the work that they did. Because um, as Yvette said, who was the fundraising sure. manager, she said there's a lot of stigma around uh, hospices and, and, and what they're for. And it's quite... But they're just blue. wonderful places for end-of-life care for people, for families. They are. Supporting communities. Absolutely exactly. vital. And not, vital. not even end-of-life care. So when I went yesterday, there were 13 residents yeah mm-hmm. if you like yeah um at the hospice of which 11 will be leaving again you know right. they are there for respite they sure. are there for sure. specialist care and it yeah. was just it was really nice to go and see the facilities mm-hmm. because obviously they've got the the new build of pill two years ago so they've got this brand new building which is very flash um but the figure that really stuck with me is the amount of money it costs to run the hospice care for a whole year. Oh, it's phenomenal. It is, because yeah. only 30% yeah. of the care that the that Woking and Sand Bay Hospice do is actually done inside the hospice. Right. 70% is out and about in the community, sure. at people's homes and sure. everything. Sure. It costs £8 million a year. It's amazing, isn't it? What a figure. For 12 months. Wow. It's incredible. It's incredible. Amazing figure. Um, so, they are the charity that we are sponsoring today. All of the money and the profits that... It's uh, a brilliant charity. It's Absolutely. Such a charity. It's such a good thing. And, it uh, is. It is. As you say, it's, it 
cares for so many people in so many ways mm. and uh, it's our little contribution that will help them yeah it really will and actually and i've also got to mention our three sponsors as well today well as headley's uh, f Connorsby and sun and also headquarters here they've actually sponsored a lot of the advertising and publicity around Fantastic the event people. which means that Wonderful. all the ticket sales today are profit well that's away, so good is that is lovely. so good I've got some absolutely gorgeous little people with me, and you are all from the Action Theatre Club. Loud and kicking. Now, I haven't seen you girls perform yet, so would somebody like to tell me what your act is? Um, we're going to be performing some dances and some songs, and then we also have some solos. Wow, okay. And how often do you rehearse? Um, we have a summertime workshop and also clubs weekly. Clubs weekly. Is that once a week or more than once a week? Once a week. Once a week. And what day of the week is that? Um, any day you want. Well, Friday or Tuesday. Friday or Tuesday. And is it, so you do, do a whole day at school and then you go to your club? Yeah. Yeah, wow. And who's your, who does all your choreography? Um, well, we have two dance teachers, Jodie and Francesca. Okay. And... Do they, do they invent all the choreography for you? Yeah. Wow. And how many girls, or is it boys as well, how many in your troupe? Um, it's, ma- it's mainly girls, but there are also boys too that do it, and I, I don't know how many there are of us. Does anybody know how many there are? Quite a few. And are you all very excited about performing today at Surrey Showcase? Yes. We don't sound excited. Shall we try again? <laughs> Are you all very excited about performing at Surrey Showcase? Yeah. Yes. Come on, girls, one more time. Are you excited? Yes. Oh, just blow my eardrums. Uh, amazing. Well, I really hope I can get to see you all perform because I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. But if I don't, I shall look out for you. Now, do you have a Facebook page or anything like that where people can look you up? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Does anybody know what it's called? Action, Action Theatre Club. So you're on Facebook, Action Theatre Club. Well, I will look out for you and I wish you all the very best today, yeah? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And what's the most important thing to wear on stage? A smile. Oh, yes, you've been trained from the best. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. 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 Well, I'm with Matt Weaver, who was in... One of the entertainments. Yes. Uh, so we've just been in a play called um, uh, We Two... Uh, I've forgotten the name of it. Isn't that rubbish? <laughs> I've just come off stage and my mind's um, come down. Um, uh, Written by Roland Eve. That's the one, yeah. We, we Two Good Men, something along those lines. I do apologise, Roland. I've completely... Um, I'm sure he won't mind. I'm sure he won't mind. So tell me about you and entertaining and being an actor. I do a few... I've done a few weird things over my time, but I've been slowly getting more and more performy because I started off as a pole vaulter years and years ago. Gosh, a pole vaulter? Wow. You just... I mean, it's not often I'm lost for words, but I am there. Tell me about pole vaulting. Um, Well, I started at school and I was quite good at it. And so I carried on and I was still quite good at it and i really enjoyed it um it's quite challenging it's quite scary at times sometimes it goes very wrong and that hurts so did you i mean how far did you go with the pole vaulting uh, i jumped in the the three a's a couple of times three national championships 
Um, so I, I was competing in the Olympic trials back in 2000. Um, I was a long way off getting to the Olympics. I was way off the standard. But So I jumped five metres. Um, wow. <laughs> which was... So, so what prompted you to move on from there? Right. So there's, there's another side of me which I wasn't really using. And... Um, on the, alongside doing pole vault, I then started doing circus, uh, which is obviously a little bit more of a performance type thing. Um, so I, I went to a circus school in London in, in my spare time for years and years. And, uh, and what did you do in the circus? Flying trapeze. Wow. <laughs> I've never met a flying trapeze artist before. Wow, how exciting. Well, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, uh, we didn't get to perform very much, but I was lucky enough to perform a few times, and uh, it was it was great. And it actually complemented pole vaulting very well, um, because pole vaulting is once you've taken off, it is more or less flying trapeze in the middle. So, um, yeah. So, so when did you, you moved on from there again? I, I did move on from there. Um, I then thought because I because I learned to ride a horse when I was younger, and then I thought well. I can ride a horse and I like performing and got pole vaulting but I'm getting old so I don't want to run so much so but well, you're not that old but it- no no <laughs> thank you for saying that so I uh, I started jousting as you do I mean I mean why wouldn't you I mean <laughs> well well quite yeah and so I still do it now I was at Heaver Castle the other day um, so this is sort of part of uh, people dressing up in uh, yeah so again, it's a it's basically a show, and we um, we put we put on a show. We, there, there are reenactor jousters, and there are which is not what we do. We we try and entertain, um, but it's still it's a lot of fun. And we're sort of uh, charging around on horses with great big sticks and hitting people. And um, a bit dangerous, though, isn't it? Compared with pole vaulting and flying to feet. <laughs> no, I suppose not really. When you th- when <laughs> when you think of that, no, but maybe not. <laughs> so, and now you've become an actor. That's that's right. Yes, about three years ago, I was bored at work and um, saw a th- uh, nomads were looking for um, some people to come and act in a uh, uh, Shakespeare play. We're doing Twelfth Night. So uh, I sent the director an email, and he said, "Come along this evening." And I went, "Great! I've no idea what I'm doing." <laughs> And you got a part, presumably. And I got a part. Exactly, I got a part. And Which part do you do? Because I know Trust Night quite well. Ah, I played Fabian. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I know Fabian. Which is, which is a lovely part, actually, to start with, because um, uh, you get to do some fun stuff, but it's, it's, he's kind of on the periphery of things, and you know, he's, he's not one of the, the major characters. Um, but yeah, that was really good, and so that got me off, off and running, and then I got invited, got asked to, to do that, something else, a couple of months later and then I, I was in so is this your ambition now to be an actor <laughs> it would be nice to do more great well it's been lovely to talk to you anyway thank you very much i'm here with graham powell at uh, surrey showcase and graham's literally just come hot footing off the stage off the busker spot and graham's going to hopefully tell us all about himself and what he does oh right okay well um i'm part of a band called Polman and Powell um, but the rest of the band went on holiday so I've just come here on my own and uh, we've been uh, a band for about four years Uh, we've made three albums of original music uh, 
which are available in all the usual places. Excellent, great stuff. <laughs> um, but we also um, we also play covers as well because I think what we appreciate is that uh, people obviously, if they don't know your music, then they're likely to get a bit bored by um, you know just a constant barrage of uh, original material. So we like to break it up. And normally we'll probably do two or three covers to one of our originals and just let people get used to them that way. But we write and perform all different kinds of music, you know, from rock and roll to blues, uh, jazz, swing, anything, because we love music. Well, that sounds fantastic. So have you got any sort of uh, idols in mind, uh, people that actually um, you focused your your sort of music on uh, in the past? Or, or I suppose, yes. I th- it's always dangerous giving yeah. <laughs> ideals, <laughs> just in case you get accused of plagiarism well, when you yeah. write a song. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I think it's, it's all the usual suspects, I guess. So, but I'm probably... Um, not too much contemporary stuff, I right. have to say, and that's yes. no no disrespect intended for you know the the modern uh, performers and writers. I know they're really talented and they're they're, they're very original, but um, I guess probably you know our music starts in the forties and ends probably in the nineties. Excellent. Um, Excellent. So yes. pick any famous star from there. You sure, know, Ella sure. Fitzgerald, great yeah. probably the greatest singer yes. ever. Love yes. her. Yes. Frank Sinatra, yes. Beatles, Stones, yes. Yes. um Paul Simon, uh, Bob Dylan of course. Um there are you know, there are too many. Um Billy Joel is a, oh, also another favourite. So yes. you know, all those people, Ray Charles, uh well, the list goes on and on. I think most people, probably if, if you listen to the kinds of playlists that people put together on their Spotify or, or whatever, um, even, you know, quite young people will have music from, you know, previous eras as well because I think good music just stands the test of time. Graham, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. I hope you had lots of fun this morning. Yeah. And uh, it's been great fun talking to you. Yeah, Thank you, you too. Thank you. Nice best. to meet you. Bye-bye now. And we've been joined in the studio by... Carol Harvey. Carol Harvey. And Carol's in a fabulous red dress, but you'll have to imagine that because we're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Carol looks very nice glamorous. It's shiny red dress. Hi, Carol. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Fantastic. So, uh... What do you do? You're a singer. Well, I have sung professionally years ago. haven't done anything for a little while and yeah. made the brave step to go back into it. I've been running um, the Singer Rock Club for building people's confidence up and belief in themselves and singing because that was, came from my journey. And so I've gone back into singing now whilst I'm doing that as well. I absolutely feel amazing when I sing. And it's that share of energies um, that I love to convey with people. Mm. Just brilliant. With the audience, the yeah, the feeling, the effect um, with the audience. absolutely, yeah. Should we just take a step back? When, how old were you when you first started singing? Was it something you always did? I went to uh, oh gosh, uh, dance college, and I did a smidge there, but it was mainly dancing. Yeah. So that I would say I was about seventeen, but I didn't believe I could sing till I was thirty. Oh wow. And that's quite common, isn't it? especially yeah. for women. I don't think for men. Mm. Men probably think they can sing and they can't. We, think we, can do, we think we can do everything, <laughs> absolutely. 
But it's, <laughs> it's believing in yourself. It's believing in yourself. And, and it's much easier for men. For some reason, as women, we struggle mm-hmm. more, I think, with confidence than men do. Yes, very possibly. Um, um, and not necessarily just to be doing with family and children. Uh, that, uh, that was my personal journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's right. And, and when you are raising a family, that's a whole other ballgame, isn't is. it? Because yeah. they take over your life, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I don't, I'm not sure how old your children are, but I know with mine, I keep thinking they've gone and they're flipping come back. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get rid of them. <laughs> Can't get rid of them. Yeah, no, mine are 19 and 14. Okay, so yeah, you're yeah. Very, still very much with still your Still in there. Yeah, still in there. <laughs> well, Carol, I've just watched a few of your numbers, and I can certainly see you've got some dance training because you've got the moves. <laughs> um, but you've, you've got an incredible vocal range. Oh, bless you. Thank oh, you. amazing vocal range. And, and you showed it off, so you did different types of numbers mm. so that you showed some of the, the different types of vocals that you can do. Tell mm. us, um, what was your favourite number that you did down there oh, today? Oh, don't. That's really difficult. <laughs> and a lot of them, well, they hit different feelings. So um, night and day, I have an awesome feeling. I absolutely love seeing Ella Fitzgerald. So that, that's a real sort of setting-free song. Yes. I can really let go in that song. But in what are you doing the rest of your life, that connects on a different level where you have to really calm down the whole brain. And it's just a wonderful thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it's all about are. feelings for you? Um, yes. A lot of it is about feelings. Yes. Sort of channeling a little bit of Ella or sort of. Oh, well, I, part I mean, of I love, obviously, um, her voice. And, and I've always been connected. My dad used to play a lot of jazz music ella so I, i've got a feeling it definitely comes from there mm. um yes it is it's about it, it just makes you feel so good yeah and has been a massive healing for me mm. enormous and you sing every day it can really change your brain chemistry your neuroplasticity um it's just incredible and it's helped me through huge amounts of stuff Mm. you're absolutely right because you've got that whole vibrational yeah. level going with it is music playing and with frequency. yeah you yes. get that frequency in through your chakras right. dave you know understand yeah. about yeah. chakras right and yeah uh, <laughs> and it yeah, can really affect the whole yeah. energy of your yeah. body and yes. and it is a healing and process i am actually running an awaken and empower and raising your vibrational frequency day retreat mm. which includes that and um understanding the process because there's lots of tips ways you can do things to help yourself every single minute of every single day um to help yourself feel really good and be the best Mm. that you can be and Mm. and be creative as well fantastic yeah fantastic well carol you were brilliant down there that's really well done and you were a very late um you only found out about it it (laughs) (laughs) so you were a late entry and thrown in you were thrown in at the deep end and you did brilliantly so thank you so much for coming to talk to us do you want to give a website details out or something if people want to get hold of well um actually i'm on facebook so carol harvey headline entertainer and singer and I've got a new website, which I'm not going to say now because I can't remember. <laughs> That's fine. Send no, it to me. Look up Carol Harvey, um, headline entertainer, sing, and I love to sing at parties, lots of different things, whether it be sort of backgrounds of weddings. Somebody recently booked me for a wedding, and um, yes, all different types of things. Yeah, fantastic. Lovely. Thank you, Carol. It was lovely to meet you. Yes. And you, bless you. Thank you. Thank you.
on the main stage they're just wrapping up so let's have a quick listen yeah it's been a really good day today and uh we're very grateful for you coming down to support sorry showcase and to say and i know a lot of you've been here all day so it's hugely appreciated i hope everyone had an amazing time yeah it's been really wonderful oh there you go there you go okay uh, thank you for those of you that are performers that have stayed here as well. We have had some amazing acts. I think it's 40 performances we've about, had across the day. That, Something yeah, like that, yeah. yeah. I mean, over about 60 actual performers when you well, count them all up. <laughs> so it's been a big one. And hopefully, Sorry Showcase will be back. Well, year two point. now, so we're after year three. Sorry Showcase three. Anyone, anyone up for that? Anyone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be it. Um, yeah, so massive thank you to all of you for coming down and supporting today. Safe journey back wherever you go. Massive thank you to the supporters. Uh, thank you from the Brooklyn's radio side as well to the team here at the Nomad Theatre. Um, as loads of our presenters have been saying today, it is an amazing theatre uh, with a brilliant team of volunteers behind it. So I think we need to have a massive round of applause for the team at the Nomad Theatre. Yes, thank you everyone who's volunteered. Including those in the wings as well. Yes, and everyone who's backstage who you can't hear. So people backstage, give them a round of applause. Yeah, people for that in the well. box, give Big them a round of applause. Thank you. Well, we're coming to the end now, guys. We're coming to we the are. End. Really sad. Oh. Just say goodbye on the, the main stage for the Guildford Jazz Choir, who've just finished. We've got a little bit going on in the busking spot, but that is pretty much it. It's been a really good day. I think, you know, actually, yeah. as we said, 40 performances there, the 60 performers, um, 34 different acts. It's just been bigger and better than last year. Amazing. It's been much really, really been good. Much better. Yeah, yeah, lots of people, really buzzy, and people have enjoyed it. Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey.